Hello, this is Daryl here, sending love as always. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to say, if you like this interview, you can check our website for companion workbooks, action guides, tools, checklists, templates, and show notes with links for everything mentioned on the call. Just visit bestbusinesscoach.ca. That's best, B-E-S-T, businesscoach.ca. Enjoy. How to run a business. So all a business is, is one person or a group of people solving the problem experienced by another group of people. And they solve that problem with a product or service. That's really all a business is. So it means that you've got a group that does something to solve a pain experienced by someone else. And the idea is you do it at scale. So a great analogy I like to use, I call it the black box. Let's say this black box is a dentist office. And on one side, people are crying and in pain and suffering. Can you put them into the black box, this dental office that fixes all these things related to teeth and mouth uh, issues? And they come out smiling and happy on the other side and in no pain. So that's what a business is. So how do you run a business? So Really, I mean, this is oversimplistic perhaps, but to run a, a business, you need to have a problem you solve. You need to efficiently and effectively identify people with that problem. And then you need to solve that problem for them on terms that they like. So that's really, I mean, how do you run a business? That's typically where it is. Um, I've also heard some other great rules of thumb, like uh, for a company, really you need three key people. You need a product person, a person who's in love with the product or service and, and increasing and improving the quality. You need a, a finance and operations person. And then you need the marketing and sales person. And ideally, these are different people. So that's another thing that I've heard about how do you run a business. For myself, my team and I, last year, we did, well, time of this recording, it was last year, we hired seven different research teams to go through all the scientific literature to talk about or to find out what does science show are the critical success factors for small and medium-sized businesses. And what we found was we found eight critical success factors. So this is self-efficacy, strategic planning, market intelligence, marketing strategy, sales skills and strategy, money management, business operations, and business intelligence. So I'm going to break these down each one by one. And the first one is self-efficacy. So this is like, you know, when you wake up, do you plan your time effectively? If you have a list of things to do, can you get them done in a reasonable amount of time? Are you effective at communicating your ideas, right? Self-efficacy of the business and of the people in the business. If you've hired someone to perform a role and they're not able to do that role, they are not effective, right? They're, they're not being self-effective or effective with their self, their, their, their personal responsibilities and roles. So self-efficacy is the ability to have the energy, means, like skills, capabilities to get something done, to communicate effectively, to cooperate with others and work with them towards the goal. So that's the self-efficacy factor. Then we have strategic planning. So you might have the best back dive in the world, but if you're going to jump into a pool that's 
uh, has no water, you're going to get hurt no matter what. So you don't want to join an industry or you don't want to build a business and invest in something that's, that's disappearing. So strategic planning is really important because it caught a good strategic planning gets you to take a, a, a you know, do your, your due diligence to understand the landscape. What are the other options out there for consumers? What are the problems consumers are having? You know, where are things going? What's your strategic plan for bringing something bigger, better, faster, cheaper, newer to the market? So strategic planning. Market intelligence is part of strategic planning, there's some overlap, but it's a little different because it's about key understanding of who the market is, you know, like who's buying this, what pain point are they experiencing, um, you know, what's happening in the market. It's, it's having that connection to like the reality of the world. You don't want to spend all this time and energy creating a product only to realize that it's uh, way ahead of its time and, and won't easily be adopted. That's happened a lot. There's been many great products that have been invented and launched that were too advanced for where society was at that time. So the market intelligence is not just like target marketing, but it's also understanding the situation of that industry. They need marketing strategy, you know, a way to communicate with groups of people and communities at scale and identify interested parties and help educate them and, and find ways to bring them into the fold so you can communicate with them more consistently and, and have you know more intimate conversations. Marketing is really about communicating at scale and then it kind of siphons down to where you have sales and that's really where you kind of get into having one-on-one -on -one kind of conversations. Your marketing really should try to speak to them as an individual also. But obviously, you know, you're sending lots of emails, you're producing content, whatever you're doing, you're doing paid advertising. But that's when you now have your sales strategy and skills. So different price points, different products and services, different uh, severity of pain you are solving require different sales strategies. And if you have the right sales strategy, but you have a poor salesperson, then they won't have results. Right? You could have the world's best salesperson, but if they're do, using a, a poorly matched strategy, it's not going to work. Right? So that's why sales strategy and skills are together. Um, so we've got self-efficacy, market intelligence, marketing strategy, sales skills, and sales strategy. And of course we have money management, because money, money is like fuel for a car in terms of what it does for a business. You know, money's not everything, but money is an accelerator. You can use it to buy more resources, to hire more staff. Uh, it's a way to measure how many people you've helped and if you are creating, uh, you know, abundance for the world. Like, that's the real idea. The real concept is I should be able to do more for the, you know, for the society with the, with the limited resources I have so that it creates an abundance. I get paid $2 and I give them something they feel is worth more than $2, therefore we've created, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's adding, it's not a parrot. My business isn't a parasite on society because I'm creating more value. So that's the money management part. And if you run out of money, you can't pay people, right? It's just not a good scene. You can't invest in research and development. You, you can't market your product or service. You can't 
uh, keep up with the times, you maybe have to buy worse quality resources. So that's a bad scenario. So money management is very important. Let me get into things like business operations. And this one's kind of a fuzzy topic, but it's things like meeting rhythms, your hiring process, your training processes. Uh, do you have time logs, payrolls, like all this sort of the, the thing, the glue that holds things together. That's kind of what we consider business operations. And then we have uh, business intelligence. Business intelligence is different because it's about the feedback loops. So business intelligence is about knowing how you're performing, you know, knowing your numbers, how many of your customers are happy versus dissatisfied, how many of your, your deliverables that you're, you know, if you're creating products, you know, how efficient is your process, how many of these, you know, are becoming defunct, um, how, you know, how's your marketing doing. So business intelligence is all about the feedback loop system so you can really know how you're performing beyond just sales. You know, sometimes sales is a lagging indicator, which means like based on the quality of your marketing, the quality of your follow-up, the quality of your interaction with your sales reps and your customer service staff, you know, you might make sales and get lots of referrals and get lots of repeat business, but those would be lagging indicators, right? So that's where the business intelligence part comes in, you figure out those factors. Those are the eight critical success factors. So in the beginning, to run a successful business, you have to have someone who's willing to pay to have the problem solved. So the first step is always getting sales, proving you have something people will pay to have done, or for, they'll pay for it. Um, and then after that, it's building a, a sustainable means of continuing to do that over and 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 over, and over again, ideally for years and for more and more and more and more people at some point. So that's, that's how you run a, how you run a business.